Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had a friend ask about Halloween and Halloween decorations and how to survive the time around late October. (laughs) And I will just say, I feel you. The level of decorating around Halloween is disturbing and disgusting. I know uh, I probably noticed it really in depth for the first time in 2021. I traveled a couple of times that month and actually entered into different neighborhoods and saw the spider webs and the witch signs and the various just ugly and unpleasant things, skeletons, ghosts, etc. And I don't know why people like to decorate with such ugly things, especially sometimes they would be on really beautiful houses. And I think, what are you thinking? (laughs) Here you have this beautiful aesthetic and you're completely marring it. Anyway, I, I would just like to say, first of all, yes, Halloween decorations are a thing. And does that affect the feel of your neighborhood? It probably does. I know, um, I have always been a very enthusiastic Costco shopper with five boys. I appreciate that I can buy in bulk and usually good quality items that make me happy. And in 2022, the local Costco had, I don't know if you'd call it a death head or like a a grim reaper, but it was probably 20 feet tall and one of those kind of it blow you you have air that blows up it and so it's always kind of moving and I thought this is proclaiming death and destruction over all of the people who are here and it it completely soured me on my Costco experience instead of going to Costco and feeling like everything is lovely I went and I thought oh everything is chintzy and horrible and dark and wicked (laughs) so anyway i need to write to corporate and say, please do not let them decorate like that again. That is not appropriate for children. It's not appropriate for me. I don't come to Costco in order to be creeped out. Thank you. (laughs) So I think there's probably some level of social uh, participation that we can do. I think that was a pretty extreme example, and I don't think corporate would disagree with me on that. But um, I, I guess... What can you do as you're walking your neighborhood and facing the darkness? So for me, every time I see a decoration I don't like, I just say, the Lord rebuke you. (laughs) And that was uh, the prayer that Cindy taught me in 2021, where I was traveling and so under this darkness. And she said, yeah, you just need to pray that verse out of the book of Jude and The whole verse is very lovely. It says, Even the archangel Michael, when disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not dare bring accusation against him, but said, The Lord rebuke you. And that's not something that we really know a whole lot about. Like, when did the archangel Michael dispute with the devil about the body of Moses? Presumably after Moses died on the mountain where we don't see him. But um, something happened there. And the Archangel Michael, who you would think would be at least equal in power with um, the accuser, that he didn't try to go head to head with him. It was enough for him to say, the Lord rebuke you. So 
I feel like that's a great prayer. I'm very happy to pray that prayer and not go head to head with the forces of darkness. And then I think there's also a part of saying, Lord, I don't want to just be rebuking things all the time. I mean, there's plenty of decorations and I'm happy to to try to neutralize the bad as much as possible. But in some ways, <laughs> it's sort of like being a car repairman. I think about this sometimes, like how sad to be a car repairman. I mean, you're serving a needed role in the world for sure. But nobody who needs their car repaired is like, I'm so happy about this. The best that you're doing is just getting a person back to where they were before their car needed to be repaired, right? Like, at least if you're selling new cars, people have something new and they can be kind of happy and excited about that. But if somebody else is like, my car just wouldn't start, you're like, now you have a car that starts. And the person's like, that's great. That's what I had before. Anyway, the point being, if all you're doing is rebuking, it's sort of like you're filling in the the holes that the people around you are creating. Well, that's lovely. It's way better not to have holes. But what we actually want is to be bringing the kingdom not just filling in holes. And so I think my plan, my strategy going forward is not just to say the Lord rebuke you, but to say, Lord, bring your kingdom here in power. Lord, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we're asking that you would bless this neighborhood, that you would bless this community. We're asking that there would be safety and joy for the young people here. We're asking that your presence would move in power, that the believers who are in this neighborhood would not only find one another and celebrate that they that we all follow the risen Lord, but that we would actually be a force for good to the larger community. We're asking that there would be actually new um, Christians, new Jesus followers who are um, born this coming year. Lord, we're asking for your blessing to be on this land. And, you know, it's sometimes I think for me, I, I probably tend a little bit too much more towards judgment. <laughs> I'm sure you're all surprised about that. But the uh, part of what that means is that it can be hard for me to feel like, well, I don't know, these people's behavior is pretty bad. I don't know if the Lord actually wants to bless them. And yet what we find the prophet Jeremiah saying to the children of Judah when they were taken into captivity in Babylon is they they were supposed to work for the welfare of the people because in the welfare of the city, they would find their welfare, right? It wasn't enough for them to just go and kind of huddle and wait for them to be able to return from exile. But no, they needed to go and seek the welfare of the city. And so that's actually... I think the gift that we have all been given is that we don't live in a culture that's any worse, I don't think, than Babylon (laughs) or than Corinth during the time of the Apostle Paul. Like, (laughs) there have been many bad societies throughout history, and we can unfortunately count ourselves among them. But the point is that we actually get to speak welfare over our communities. And so, Lord, I do thank you that you speak to us, that you pour out your spirit on us and that we get to walk with you in uh, the, the hard things in our neighborhoods and that you invite us to speak grace and truth and that you invite us to love and to bless. And so, Lord, we do ask that we would be seeking the welfare of our communities. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.